Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Okie Dokie. I'm your host, Elena Stoddard. And as always, I want to start off this episode by saying thank you for listening and that I hope that you are having a spectacular, wonderful, amazing day so far. And I know I say that like every episode, but it's true because you, my dear, are a cutie patootie and you deserve the world. So, With that said, let's get into the content for today's episode. So about a week ago, one of my best friends texted me saying, quote, Hi, any tips on pre-moving into college anxiety? Kind of freaking out recently. And this was a text that I got like really, really late at night. And so you know, if you are thinking of things between the hours of like, midnight and 2 a.m. they're normally not good things like you're normally deep in your feels and so I kind of was like hmm wow I remember when I was oh and for I should have mentioned this for context this friend um we're gonna call her I gotta think of a cute nickname let's call her cookie so cookie is a rising freshman in college and they're leaving our hometown area they're going somewhere completely new they don't really have too much family there so it really is a fresh start like a break from home and so obviously like any normal person cookie is very nervous and I know a few other people who are either transferring colleges or they are just going to college, and even if you're not going to college, perhaps this episode could be useful to you, because I'm just going to be talking about some mindsets that did me really well a year ago when I was navigating going to college. So similar to Cookie, I had a situation where I was leaving my hometown where I had lived my whole entire life and I was going somewhere where I didn't really know anyone it was a new environment a new experience I have never lived on my own before been away from my family and parents for more than like a week at a time so yes this was a huge thing for me it was a huge adjustment and I'm sure besides college there are other things that can cause a huge shift in the way you're living maybe you're moving to a new town or you're starting a new job or you simply just really want to reinvent yourself you want to put yourself out there more or make some big significant changes this upcoming year and I say upcoming year because I personally don't really treat the year like 2022, 2023, you know, like December ending the year and January starting it. In my head, maybe this is just me, but if you're a student, perhaps you can relate to this. I feel like the year starts when a school year starts. Does that make sense? Like you start a school year, it's all fun, new, and then it gets tough in the winter and then spring break and then summer and woo and then you do it all over again. And so I'm getting kind of off of topic, but point is let's just get into three mindsets that I had or just kind of ways I was treating going to college that really, really helped me. So once again, if you're going into a new environment or you want to reinvent yourself or going to college, hopefully some of this helps you or just gives you something to think about. And so the first thing that I told myself, and this is probably one of the most important things. Once again, there's a million things that I learned living alone and going to college, but I wanted to just 
boil it down to just these three. And so the first one is that everyone is freaking out too. They are in the same boat as you. And so a lot of times when we go through tough or uncomfortable situations, maybe it's a breakup, you're moving, starting college with no friends, a lot of the time you feel really lonely. You feel really alone and you're like, wow, I am the only person going through this. Like I have no friends, no support system. Ah, fork, what am I going to do? And so if you can just kind of check that little internal panic voice in your head and tell that bits, no, listen, everyone here is a freshman. Unless you were cheating and you came to college with like your high school friend group, which in my book, that is cheating. Um, No one knows anyone. Everyone's lonely. Everyone's going to be awkward. Everyone just wants friends. Everyone just wants to have fun and do well in class and yada, yada, yada. So really, anytime you start to feel insecure or lonely, just tell yourself that. Keep repeating it until you believe it. Pretend it's a broken record in your brain and just keep nailing that point in. Everyone's freaking out. Everyone is in the same boat as you. Don't forget it. Okay, moving on. (laughs) My second tip that did me so well, and when I say this, it's going to sound kind of sad. (laughs) It's going to sound a little dark, perhaps a little toxic, but it is expect nothing from everyone. And most people that know me in my personal life think of me as a very optimistic, positive, bubbly, like woo-woo type person. But this is one of those things where sometimes I would rather be surprised than disappointed when it comes to relationships with other people. And when I say relationships, I don't just mean romantic. I mean friendships too. And so when I say expect nothing from everyone, it means don't expect the first people you meet to automatically become your best friend from life. And be prepared to be wildly independent. Okay, I don't know if you listened to the episode I had with my college roommate, Lily, Lily Stetson, you should totally go listen to that episode because this is right up the college alley. Like, that has so many more specific, smaller things in it. But something Lily and I touched on in that episode was talking about how eating alone in the college cafeteria can be super intimidating because you're alone you know, and you're surrounded by all your peers, you know, going about their business. And that's scary. But if you can do something like eat alone in a public place and feel perfectly comfortable and very happy with yourself, I think that shows a certain level of independence and comfort with yourself. Because the first, I would say, semester maybe of college, I had wonderful friends and I met some wonderful people But I also met some not-so-great people. Some people where at first they seemed amazing, and then I got to know them a little better, and I was like, oof, you are not for me. And that's okay. Like, nothing against that person, but they were not for me. And those people now that I met that are amazing, they're amazing to me now because I spent a whole school year developing and growing a friendship with them. But the first two months... We didn't really have much. I mean, yes, we vibed and we passed each other's energy check, but 
there's not much there. Like you can't build a sustainable, solid, genuine friendship and or relationship overnight. It takes time. And that's why literally just expect nothing from everyone. Like I was literally just prepared to be lonely. Like, don't get me wrong, I was lonely at times. But in my head, I was like, Elena, you gotta trust the process. This is going to take time. Cry it out. I know you're lonely. Call your mom. Call your friends from home. And just, yeah, don't expect too much from people. Because if you, every person you meet, you're like, OMG, we're gonna become best friends. Or, oh, this girl, this guy, whoever. Oh, I'm gonna date them. It's gonna be wonderful. Likely, that might not happen. And so you don't want to be disappointed over and over and over again. So this is that one time where personally, I like to be pessimistic about it and be like, you know what? If something comes out of this, that's amazing and I'll be surprised about it. Otherwise, I'm not going to think too much about it. And you might be wondering, okay, Elena, how do I not think too much about it? That's much easier said than done, bits. And what I have to say to that is just take your time and make sure that you and the other person are putting in 50-50 energy. So let's say that you are talking to this new person in your class, like they're your lab partner or something, and y'all are getting along great. Um, We'll just call them Susie. So, you know, you and Susie are hitting it off, you're talking it up, and you're like, hey, Susie, do you want to get lunch today after lab? And you guys get lunch together, and it's amazing. And then the next day, you're like, hmm, I wonder if we'll go for lunch again. And this day, maybe don't bring up lunch. See if Susie brings it up. And let's say Susie does bring it up. You don't bring it up. But she goes, hey, lunch the other day with you was great. Do you want to go again? That's a wonderful green flag in my book because Susie is putting in equal effort that you are. And that's what I would say look for. Just keep on putting in equal effort or not equal, but like mirroring the effort that someone else gives you. Like put in a little bit of effort and then see if they reciprocate it. And if they do, then add a little bit more and so on, so on. And then that's how like over time you can build a beautiful, beautiful friendship and or relationship. And let's say on, you know, the, the flip side, let's say Susie doesn't ask you to lunch the second time. Maybe, you know, you really like the, her company, so you ask again. Hey, Susie, want to go for lunch after lab? And she says, sure. And maybe she just doesn't ask the third time. I mean, am I saying totally drop Susie? No. But just keep in mind that either A, she's really not an initiative person, which that's also something you might want to consider in a friend. Like if you always want to be the one reaching out, that's not great. So yeah, like I said, just kind of keep tabs on what people give you. All right, moving on. My third and final tip for just going to college or doing something crazy new is have some type of comforting routine. And so what I mean by this is when I was in college or first starting college, I made sure to keep two aspects of my high school routine that did me really well in high school. I don't know about y'all, but high school is a whirlwind. Like it's super fun, but you're going through so many different changes like hormonal and like puberty and figuring yourself out and all that jazz. I mean, you're still doing that in college, but it's really amplified in high school. And so two things that really kept me on track in high school was one, being on some type of team, and two, 
eating breakfast. And so right when I got to college, I think I've talked about this in past videos, and you'll see, like, um, not videos, episodes, <laughs> you get my point. In past episodes, you'll see references to it, but I joined the women's rugby team at Fordham. That's where I go to college. And I had never played rugby before. I forgot rugby was a sport, if I'm being honest. I'd never touched a rugby ball, never seen a rugby match. Literally nothing. I was a complete newbie. And I joined the team because I was like, hey, like these people, they seem really, really cool. And I enjoy sports and I guess I'll learn a new sport. Like, it is what it is. I'm going to learn, I'm going to learn this new sport. And it's going to be amazing because I love being part of a team and having some form of structured group exercise with other people. And if it weren't for me joining rugby my freshman year, I don't think I would have transitioned as well as I did. Because having a sport meant, okay, Lena, you need to get all your homework done before the time of practice. And then after practice, you have to eat a good dinner after, shower, go to bed. It really just kept me on track and on a familiar, comforting routine. Like, that's what I did in high school, and it worked wonderfully for me. And that's also why in college... A lot of college students and adults I know just totally disregard breakfast. Breakfast, it's early in the morning, I'm not hungry, oh, I don't have time to make it, oh, I don't like breakfast food. You know, I think breakfast gets overskipped a lot, and I just think that for me, I function best when I eat something in the morning. And so I always ate breakfast in high school, even if it was just chowing down on like a banana or granola bar on the bus ride to high school. And so that's what I did in college. Even if I was walking out of my dorm building with a granola bar in my hand, that was a success because it was keeping some form of comforting routine. And so let's say you're starting a new job. Well, at your old job, did you listen to the radio or the news or some music on your way to work? Well, you should be doing the same dang thing on your way to your new job. Uh, did you, you know, keep up with your manicures? I don't know. Then make sure to continue doing that. So just pick two, maybe three, or even just one would be a success. Comforting routine thing that you have and make sure that you continue doing that in your new environment for instance, if you are going away to college. And that's about it for this week's episode. Those are three of my biggest mindset tips. I don't know, just like things that I did that I think really, really helped me transition into college. And yeah, that's all I have. And I might make another college tips video. I'm not sure. I kind of want to wait till I get back to college and maybe I'll do an episode with some of my Fordham friends. Thoughts on that? I don't know. All right. Anyways, have a wonderful rest of your day. Bye. Bye.